We are raw and real mothers sharing our struggles, triumphs, and everything in between. We are all about being authentic and sharing who we are. None of us have it all together. We know how hard motherhood is. We also know how joyful motherhood is. We're here to grow with you. We're here to empower and support each other. As we share our hearts, we become stronger. Our stories bring us together. The mother heart is within every woman. Hi, welcome to our mother heart book discussion. Today we are talking about two books because we couldn't just take one. So we're talking about 1000 Gifts by Anne Voskamp. This is one of my favorite books. And we're also talking about a book called Thanks by Robert Emmons. So I wanted to start by sharing a quote from the book because I think this speaks to all of us. It says, she, she says, this is from 1000 Gifts. She says, can there be a good God, a God who graces with good gifts when a crib lies empty through lone nights and bugs burrow through coffins? Where is God really? How can he be good when babies die and marriages implode and dreams blow away dust in the wind? Where's grace bestowed when cancer nods and loneliness aches and nameless places in us soundlessly die, break off without reason, erode away? Where hides this joy of the Lord, this God who fills the earth with good things? And how do I fully live when life is full of hurt? How do I wake up to joy and grace and beauty and all that is the fullest life when I must stay numb to the losses and crushed dreams and all that empties me out? So a lot of times, um, sometimes even gratitude can feel a little bit toxic. And um, I think we're all aware of the pain in life. And she bravely faces this question in the book and looks at how can you find gratitude um, even in the hard things. And so I wanna start by asking you guys just to give an example of one thing you're grateful for, um, an easy thing, because in her book, that's what she started with was just easy things. She didn't start trying to be grateful for the hard things. That's, that's like master's level gratitude. And so she started with just simple, easy things. And she was looking for gifts of God, signs of God's love for her in, that she could see in the world around her. And so I just wanted to let you guys each share something you're grateful for and why and how being grateful has impacted you. Okay, I'll share. Um, Thanks. I have a really easy thing to be grateful for because it's always with me, this little tiny baby right here. I love her smile. It brightens my day. Like every single day, she brings so much joy to my heart and I've just cherished every minute I've had with her so far eight months and I'm grateful she came during the pandemic because she's made it very much a joy for me here's her little baby she's <laughs> talking about it's kind of hard to see but so cute this is just like four minutes ago <laughs> and gratitude has really helped me learn to um help me see my true self and help me to um find a love for myself you know that's what it's taught me well I um, am grateful for my husband's job <laughs> yeah that's but as uh, so that sounds funny and yet um, I know a number of people that lost their job during this this last year because of the pandemic um, and you know I felt like I've been really blessed this last year because we haven't had to worry about money you know, because my husband, he's been able to, he was working from home this whole time. And 
So I, I've just been really grateful for that, that, um, that we have that, that security, I guess you could say, you know, so to speak. Um, but anytime that I start, you know, thinking, oh, well, we don't have enough because I, I can't get this project done or we can't pay for that or whatever. Like I, I just step back and think, but I am so grateful that I, my husband has been able to work, you know, because there was a time when he, he couldn't work for a little while. And so now he can work and um, yeah, and, and we have that, that security, that steady income. And that's been really, really nice. So that's one thing that I'm grateful for. Another thing, just like Rachel said, I have a little um, two-year-old who is just my little pride and joy. He's just so sweet. And he's a little stinker, too, because <laughs> he's always, like, dumping cheese on the carpet and yogurt and, you know, toddlers do that, right? Um, but he's just the sweetest. He's always hugging me and just uh snuggling with me and he's just so sweet and just makes me so happy um and so i'm just so grateful to have such a cute little guy right next to me all the time so uh, yeah and i think you know especially during those times when i find marker marks all over the walls or you know yogurt stains all over the carpet i just think oh but you're cute and you're little and you're mine. And so it's okay that you like to explore and make messes everywhere. <laughs> so Anyway, and of course I love all my children, but he's just, you know, toddlers are just so sweet. So thanks, Janessa. I'd like to share something. So um, every day or not every day but a few times a week I'll write in my journal and it's more it's a prayer journal that I write in and I write to Heavenly Father and Heavenly Mother and I I thank them for things and then um I also write about things that are that's on my heart and weighing me down a little bit and it just helps me to see God's hand through my whole life as I've written things that I'm grateful for and then things that I ask for as well and it's really neat to see yeah, those were hard times, and um, and to see that I made it through, but I also was able to make it through because I was able to turn to God's light, um, and I think that's what uh, helped me more than anything was even through the dark, hard times, still praying, still um, focusing on the light rather than on the dark of the, the trials that I was going through. And then um, one thing that Anne Vothkamp in her book, one thing that she taught in her book that really, really stood out to me was that uh, thanks or gratitude builds trust. That was huge for me when I read that. So I thought, sometimes I feel abandoned and it, that stems from other childhood um, things I've been through in my life. And often I'll feel abandoned even by God. And I'm like, where are you? You're supposed to always be here. You're the only one that's always been here. Why, why aren't you here right now? Um, and so when I read that, uh, thanks builds trust. I, it just opened my mind and my heart again. Like, Hey, you need to keep thanking God, even through the hard, even through the dark, because that's, that's when you will truly learn to trust God. 
you won't truly learn trust until you're grateful in the hard and in the dark times. Um, and so this morning, my entry was pretty short, but I thanked Heavenly Mother and Heavenly Father for my help. I said, thank thee for inspiration and the Holy Ghost. Thank thee for my health. Thank thee for all the great things I've learned and gained on this journey to restore health and balance to my mind and body. So, yeah, I am. When I'm healthy, I'm there for my family. When I'm healthy, I'm there for myself. And so, health is so, so crucial for me. And I'm extremely grateful that I've been given this gift of health. Thanks, Anna Maria. That's beautiful. There are a lot of things that we can be grateful for and a lot of things that just based on a, one simple choice. Um, could, I think everyone could say they experience things in their life where they cannot either choose to um, doubt or to become angry or resentful or fearful or, or find gratitude. Um, and maybe sometimes feel a little bit of anger and resentment and gratitude all at the same time, um, or hurt or sadness. Um, and I've, um, just been reflecting on my life lately and it's so interesting to me think some things that have seemed so so difficult like I would never wish them those experiences upon anyone seem like this perfect puzzle now that like came into my life that I needed so that I could gain and grow and learn and also like I see I'm starting to see like my relationships with other people and how like our different hardships have like been each other's perfect puzzle pieces in our lives um, that have like actually been each other's blessings because of the other person's like um, challenge or hardship. And that has been just really incredible actually for me to like look back through my life and see God orchestrating through it all. Um, and so honestly, like maybe it sounds cliche, but I like, really am grateful for uh, my trials right now in life and my challenges. Um, sometimes I feel upset about different challenges, but um, I see God's hand so clearly. And he shows me like, I see like his plan and I just become filled with gratitude. Uh, something that came to my mind while we were, while we were just here thinking about gratitude was I just watched a video about um, a short clip that covers um, Joseph Smith and his wife, Emma Smith, who were Joseph Smith was the prophet of the restoration of the gospel, uh, the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And um, he and his wife were, went through just horrendous, challenges, losing children, um, him being tarred and feathered. Um, eventually Emma lost her husband, Joseph Smith. Uh, there are just so many challenges, him being prison in prison, um, just, uh, never knowing if they're going to have a roof over their head. And, um, 
there was a little part where in this remaking this video, um, where Emma is crying, she's sobbing and she turns to her husband there. I'm discussing and she says, has God forsaken us? And when she said that, that just hit my heart. And I know the answer. No, he has not. But I also know how I've like, I've had hardships in my life and I could just relate to some degree to what she must have been experiencing. Um, and um, anyway, I just, when I was thinking of gratitude, I just thought about that when we're going through hardships that um, sometimes it may feel so painful that we might be inclined to think God has forsaken us, but he has this beautifully orchestrated design and plan um, that is so far beyond what we can perceive. And if we just can get a glimpse, like a tiny glimpse of his plan, I think we will be able to find like gratitude for the things that maybe don't feel so great in the moment. Thank you, Kylie. I needed to hear that. Today's not been a very easy day and either has the past week, honestly. And I feel like I'm in the thick of it and I can't really see very clearly, but just hearing your guys' words already is strengthening me. So I hope the followers and listeners are feeling the same. Uh, gratitude for me is really a spiritual practice. Um, it's my way of seeing the daily gifts that God gives to me <clears throat> through other people, through circumstances, whatever. I, I just have a tendency to attribute it all to God. Um, and, and at the same time, it doesn't mean I overlook the hard in my life either. Like there's always going to be something that, and, and like the hard things that are in my life, it's just an opportunity for me to grow. It's, it's presenting me an opportunity to learn something, you know? And, um, so if I like look at the hard things that way, um, it's, it's not like everything has to be fixed and perfect right now. <laughs> Um, but, but through the hard things, it gives God an opportunity to, for me to see God's, um, miracles in my life. Um, when things are just really easy or just, I don't know, ordinary, it's sometimes more difficult to see those things. Um, so that's kind of my perspective on that. And I do have a, like, if, if you were to be like, so what are you grateful for, Shirley? I could just go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Like that, that's kind of who I am. And that's kind of just my approach to life. But I do want to share an experience I had because there was a time in, in my life where I did not feel um, very grateful. Um, there was a time where I was um, filled with so much anxiety and depression. I was in a deep, dark place, a, a dark hole, basically. Um, <clears throat> and so I read bits and pieces of this thanks book and something stood out to me in it when he was talking about um, when um, people who are suffering from depression, he said, gratitude enhances the retrievability of positive experiences. Um, and so, so in this time when I was feeling in a really dark place, I was actually struggling with even remembering anything positive 
And I remember one night I had so much anxiety. I felt like I, I felt like I like I may not live, you know, I just felt like just it was crushing me. And I remember asking my husband to just like hold me and I and I could hardly breathe. And I was like, just can you tell me something positive, just a positive memory, something positive that we've that I've experienced, because like, I can't think of anything like and I guess in my intuitive place, I, I knew that that was the answer. That was I just needed one um, lifeline, I guess you could say, to pull me out of that that place. And that was it. Just tell me a good memory. And that's one little step. Okay. And then maybe, maybe I can start thinking of a good memory and that's another step. And I can slowly start stepping out of this really dark hole. And, um, so if you do, or if you are struggling in that way, like I, I know from my personal experience that that was, I mean, and it's not going to solve it overnight, but, um, it did help me to start pulling myself, I knew I had to do the work. Like there were other people that could be around me to assist me, but I knew it was me that I had, like, I knew I got myself into that place. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, if I got myself here, I can get myself out of it. And um, so, yeah, like positive memories and gratitude was part of that. I've had kind of a love hate relationship with gratitude because I felt like, well, if I just say that everything's rosy and perfect and it's not, I'm, I'm ignoring most of my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm not acknowledging the struggle of life. Um, but I feel like that, that we can find a balance with that. And so I just want to share one more thing. Um, sometimes at the dinner table, I will ask everybody in the family, what's one low and one high that you've had today. And so that way we've, we kind of are able to cover both polar opposites or cover the spectrum of experience in life. So we can be real. We can be authentic about it. So anyway, those are my thoughts. <laughs> this is why I love you guys. I love what you share and the openness and vulnerability and just realness that we experience together. Um, so one thing I wanted to talk about gratitude in my life was even just recently during the pandemic when um, Russell M. Nelson, the prophet of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, announced that he had a special message for everybody. And it was going to last, I mean, I think I remember they said it was only going to last 15 minutes. And I'm like, how's he going to say something in 15 minutes that's going to make a difference? What could he say that could possibly make a difference that only takes 15 minutes to say? And I kind of approached it with this neg negative attitude. And then when I listened to him and he said to be grateful, I was just flooded with like, wow, he is a prophet. I know he is because I've studied gratitude a lot and I know how powerful it is and how simple a thing it was to ask us to be grateful and what a difference it made. When he said that, I was I was in a dark place. I was feeling like this is going on forever and it's brought so much hardship into my life and everybody else seems to be getting something awesome out of it, but my life is now 20 times harder and I'm dealing with so many new struggles that I never have and it's stretching all my relationships to the breaking point. And, um, and myself, I felt just 
kind of in this rut of negative thinking, but I just started every day writing something I was grateful for and posting it on social media because that's what he asked us to do. And in order to do that, I had to get a picture. So I would think about what am I grateful for and what can I make a cute picture of like (laughs) that entered into it. But somehow that extra thought of needing to have a picture to go with it made me think of things that I probably wouldn't have otherwise, maybe some ordinary things. Like I think one day I posted about my comfy wool socks and one day I was like, you know what? Cars. I'm so grateful for cars. I can just go somewhere, some somewhere that would have taken my ancestors a day to go. And I get there in 30 minutes or less. And so I posted about that. And pretty soon, just this new spirit entered my life. And I was so much uplifted. And it made a huge difference for me, even though like I know gratitude helps. I've practiced it before. I wasn't practicing it then. And to remember that and to start doing it again just really, really helped, even for simple things. And so now when I get down, I just try to remember that quicker and be like, okay, what is there that I'm grateful for? Just look around for a minute and see what am I grateful for? Oh, yeah, electric lights. Holy cow. How grateful am I for that? Because I remember going to Colonial Williamsburg and going into this big palace like the, the um, it wasn't a palace, but it was like this really fancy building, the governor's house, I think, the governor's mansion, that's what it was. And they're like, the lighting in here was awful. And even in the day, you couldn't see very well. And they would put candles everywhere, but it's still just an indoor building and you, it was pretty dark. And so just simple things. Anyway, um, I wanted to read this little quote from the book. It said, I had read it often, the oft-quoted verse, and give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I would nod and say straight-faced, I'm thankful for everything. But in this counting gifts to 1,000, that was what she did in the book. She she took a dare to list 1,000 gifts that God had given her, 1,000 evidences of his love for her. Um, I discovered that slapping a sloppy brush of thanksgiving over everything in my life leaves me deep, deeply thankful for very few things. A lifetime of sermons on thanks in all things and the shelves sagging with books on these things. And I testify, life-changing gratitude does not fasten to a life unless nailed through with one very specific nail at a time. Little nails and a steady hammer can rebuild a life. Eucharistio, that's her word um, that she said means thanksgiving grace and joy precedes the miracle. And that just sums up kind of my experience just with Russell and Nelson. And so um, I loved how some we started talking a little bit about finding gratitude in the hard things. And she talked about that a lot. Does anybody else have an experience of finding gratitude in during really hard times? remember back when Thomas S. Monson was the president and he gave a talk about cultivating a spirit of gratitude. That was the moment when I decided that that was going to be my quest. My quest was going to be to develop a spirit of gratitude in my life. Like it's a different feeling that comes into your life that um, carries its own spirit. Gratitude carries its own spirit. It's like the highest energy vibration. It's what brings like it. And so I've practiced that. I've gone through really hard things also, and I really believe 
in my heart that that's what's pulled me through with really wonderful perspectives that I didn't think like that my natural man or my natural mind wouldn't be able to come with, up with on my own. It's like giving me inspiration beyond my own to mm-hmm. look at situations more clearly. So, yeah. Awesome, well, Rachel. Yeah, go um, ahead, Janessa. I just had the thought when um, Kylie was talking a few minutes ago. Uh, I just was reminded. So recently, my my kids and I have been listening to an audiobook called um, "The Long Winter" by Laura Ingalls Wilder. It's a part of the Little House series, like Little House on the Prairie. So we've been listening to that in audiobook and been really enjoying it. And I just love how she can make you know really mundane things seem super exciting and interesting. And of course, this the book is. Um, back in like set in 1870 or something and they're they've come across and they're on the the plains or the you know the prairie um and they're like settling a new homestead over there and uh they have this horrible long winter that's like seven or eight months long uh, and they get to a couple of times they get to they all they have are potatoes and um a little bit of wheat so they can make bread they don't even, they don't have a grinder, so they have to use their coffee grinder and they have to sit and grind it all day. And, um, and so they, they get to a point where there's like no potatoes left. Like they eat the last of their potatoes, they eat the last of their wheat. And they're like, and we don't know where our next meal is going to come from, but that's okay. God will take care of us, you know? And he did. And, uh, you know, they were, they found out a neighbor had some extra and they, you know, like, they were able to make it through the winter. And so anyway, one day we I was sitting with my kids and we were at the, the dinner table and the kids were kind of like, oh man, do we have to have eggs again? And, you know, just kind of complaining about, uh, I think that it was, maybe it was lunch, but anyway. And, and I was like, well, do you remember how the, the Ingalls family, how they felt during that long winter and, how they had so little, like they didn't have a heater like we do. They didn't have, you know, like they had to use an outhouse. They don't mention it in the book, but like they had to go somewhere. I don't know where they went. <laughs> and, um, and they were down to their last food. Like they were, and they were eating potatoes without butter or salt. And they were, had their plain bread without anything to put on it. And so I was like, look, we have so much food and we have warmth. And even though it's cold outside, like we don't have to worry about where our next meal is going to come from. And so what a blessing that is. And they were all like, yeah, that's true. You know, like it's and it was just so cool to be able to talk with my kids about that and help them feel grateful rather than like complaining about uh, our circumstance. So um, but yeah, I think it's really important to just notice those little things. I love that that quote, Tanya, what you were saying with. If you say, I'm grateful for everything, then, you know, you forget to be grateful for anything, really. And I think that's exactly what happened to me when um, President Nelson was speaking, when when he spoke and gave us that challenge. I had a really hard time because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm grateful for everything. I'm grateful for my family, my friends, my home. And, you know, and because I kind of like 
blanketed everything. Then I was like, well, now I have nothing else to say. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say tomorrow. Right. And, uh, and so it was really hard for me to figure out like, well, what are the little things? I'm grateful for butter. <laughs> I'm grateful for salt. And I'm grateful for yummy food to eat and, you know, indoor plumbing, things like that. But, uh, you know, so, so yeah, I think, I think widening our, our horizons and, and looking around and seeing um, other people's struggles, not that we're looking for people's struggles, but I think sometimes that helps us recognize the blessings that we have that, oh, I'm grateful that I have my health. And, you know, and that my husband has his job because I have people who uh, don't have those. And so I'm grateful that I do. Anyway, so it's just kind of a fun, a fun thought. So one way that I um, find gratitude in the struggle and the hardship, it's not by my own ability because I have to pray every time when I'm in the thick of it and I'm struggling really hard, I have to have different eyes to see, and I have to have a different heart, that, given different perspectives, because um, it's encompassing, the dark seems encompassing, and I'm, I remember when I had my twins, it, as much joy as they brought is as much <laughs> struggle they brought into my life, it was really hard, but I've been praying, I've prayed really, really hard for Heavenly Father to help me see the purpose and the blessing that they are in my life. And he really did open my eyes and my heart to a beautiful gift that they are a reflection to me of who I truly am. And I think I forgot pieces of myself, but they came to show me that I'm that bouncy, fun, joyful person, that I have a light that shines bright just like they do and that they carry a beauty to the world. And I just am so grateful that they're my two little angels that God sent me to, to reflect to me who I really am. So. Prayer really helps me find gratitude. I have another quote from the book that I think goes along with that. It says, who would ever know the greater graces of comfort and perseverance, mercy and forgiveness, patience and courage, if no shadows fell over a life? The spirit-to-spirit -spirit combat I endlessly wage with Satan is this ferocious thrash for joy. He sneers at all the things that seem to have gone hideously mad in this sin-drunk world. And I gasp to say God is good. The liar defiantly scrawls his graffiti across God's glory, and I heave to enjoy God, and Satan strangles, and I whiten knuckles to grasp real truth and fix that beast to the floor. It's just that my eyes are bad, my perspective. If Satan can keep my eyes from the word, my eyesight is too poor to read light, to fill with light. Bad eyes fill with darkness so heavy the soul aches because empty is never truly empty, Empty is only a full, deepening darkness. Without God's word as a lens, the world warps. So just what you were saying about prayer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this, that. <clears throat> that whole book that Anne Bachkamp wrote is so poetic. And I remember as I was reading it, I had to go back and reread many sentences mm -hmm. just to understand the depth of what she, she was saying. So that's super beautiful, Tanya. Thank you. I, it was kind of fun reading it just now. I was like, wow, this is kind of coming alive a little bit more than just reading it in my head. Shirley, go ahead. Um, yeah, in, in the other book, Thanks, 
this applies to what Rachel was saying about recognizing like, oh, I'm vulnerable. I need other, other people's help. Um, so he says, gratitude requires that we affirm our dependency on others and recognize that we need to receive that which we cannot provide for ourselves. Until this dependence is acknowledged, gratitude remains a, a potentiality at best. And then he also talks about how we're born into this world completely dependent. And, and we, we're not, and we don't like acknowledge that as something wrong. Like, and we leave this life completely dependent as well. And for some reason, we like get to this place where we are living kind of an illusion that we are independent and we can take care of ourselves and, you know, and everything. But really, God does provide everything for us. And and yeah, like as we <laughs> practice gratitude, we do. It is a humbling experience to acknowledge that we play, a you know, a small part in this like interconnected, in, interdependent um life you know with uh, with other people around us I also wanted to add one other thing back to when I was in this dark dark place and um beginning to pull myself out of it I remember one day so I had been feeling very very numb I wasn't able to hardly feel anything emotionally but I remember one day and I, it was a beautiful day I was out in the backyard I think maybe it was spring or summer and I was just out there just, you know, looking at the plants and everything growing. And all of a sudden, just suddenly, I felt just that feeling of gratitude, like, grow inside of me, like a plant growing. And I was like, oh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling something. And that was, like, one of the first things I felt that was an unconscious thing. Because before I was doing all these mental things, like practicing to feel love and things like that. This was an unconscious thing that just naturally came to me. And it was gratitude. <clears throat> so grat <clears throat> sorry, gratitude can be a very healing thing for mental and, and emotional issues. I just know from my own personal experience. So, And I was so grateful for feeling grateful. Well, I was like, thank you for this gift right now. I just need this so much. I have something to hold on to, hope to hope for, you know, so. So, Shirley, that just reminded me when I was listening to the Thousand Gifts book, I, I chose to listen to the audiobook. Mm -hmm. uh, and she mentioned in there at some point the connection between gratitude yeah. and faith. And that really struck me. I'd never seen how gratitude and faith went hand in hand um and I feel like what you just shared kind of like shows or express that to some some degree I just thought that was something really to think about um mm -hmm. it just still like kind of puts me in awe to like ponder like how gratitude and faith are like go hand in hand and so yeah I just wanted to share that so when I was going through my divorce, it was really so, so hard and traumatic. And I was also going to school to get my degree. And I had my five little children who needed a lot from me still. And I had no child support, no income at the time. And so life was just so overwhelming all the time. And I would get to points where I would say, God, I'm done. This is all I can handle if you give me one more thing. I'm going to break. I can't take all of this. And then a lot of times he'd give me one more thing. <laughs> and 
And I remember in those moments just thinking it through like, okay, I prayed to him. I asked him to give me a break here. He must trust me. He must know that I can handle this somehow. And he must be willing to support me through it. And so I would just stop and I would just be grateful. And sometimes the gratitude came before those other thoughts, but I would stop and I would say, I'm grateful that I have this trial. And I didn't always like totally feel it, but I just chose to put that out there into the universe. And it was always helpful. It was always helpful. It made me feel stronger when I would do that. And it made my faith grow. Like that, what you said, Kylie, I experienced that in my life. It made my faith grow because then I would say, I can get through this. I'm grateful for it. That means I can get through it. And God will see me through. And sometimes I've even felt like there were little angels all around going, look what she did. She was grateful in this horrible, horrible situation. Yay. (laughs) And so that helped too, just those little images that I would pull up. But, but I did get through it. And a lot of times after the gratitude was when God would send me the blessing, the little bit of relief that would get me through to the next week or the next day. That's so beautiful. And I love that, Tanya. Thanks. Um, I just wanted to piggyback again off of that, if that's okay. Um, That gratitude, really, it helps us to see how God is answering our prayers. And when we can recognize God answering our prayers, it's going to automatically increase our faith. And I think this it goes the opposite way too. Like when we have faith in God and we trust that like he's, he has things like under control, for lack of a better word, that he, he is our creator and he is our God and he knows the end from the beginning. And when we have faith in that, for me, I find more gratitude when I can see that he really knows the end from the beginning. Then I feel grateful to just it just gives it just paints my whole life with more gratitude um because i just trust in his blessings i trust in his promises i wanted to share a little thing that keeps coming to my mind um the other day my 10-year-old son came up to me very somberly and he said mom i just experienced a miracle and so I said, okay, yeah, like, wow, that's incredible. What was it? And he said, remember my tithing? So he, he had made, put money he wanted to donate to, um, uh, in our faith, we, you know, we, we donate um, tithing each month. Um, in my mind, that's to the Lord, um, but it's um, given at church. And, and so he had a tithing envelope and he couldn't find it. He hadn't been able to find it for a while for days. And so he told me he, he was still unable to find it. And he finally decided to kneel in prayer. And as he was praying, just, he said it this way, a split second before he finished his prayer, he had this thought in his mind to go check behind his bed. And so he finished his prayer and he went and he checked right where that thought came to his mind. And right in the crack between his bed and the wall 
was his tiny envelope and his expression of gratitude for that small gift and blessing was so humbling for me to witness and just beautiful for me to see and also for me as a mother to know that my son is learning to hear his father in heaven and to recognize the spirit and it just touched my heart um and he reminds me in our conversations um what it means to be grateful um i'm going to share one more thing uh we shared our testimonies in church um last sunday and my son got up and he shared his testimony and probably the last three times i've heard him share his testimony he'll get up and um he says he always starts it this way i love to bear my testimony mm-hmm. and it just like makes me explode with joy to hear that expression cuz um it's just something i don't hear very often and um i just feel like he's he's such a good example of being uh, expressing like authentic gratitude and i think when i see that i'm reminded what it truly means to be grateful it's not like just an expression like he reminds me it's it's like something that comes over our very being and shifts our perspective of life kylie that's beautiful and it makes me think about um i think president nelson was the one that said it recently that the small miracles would have the biggest impact on our lives and they would end up being the biggest and just you sharing that story makes an impact on me and knowing how it would feel as a mother and and the impact that it will have on your son's life as he goes forward it's really cool thank you I often have recorded those small miracles or I like to call them divine signatures that witness that God is in our lives and those are the things I go back to and read when I do feel like I'm I no one's there for me where I do feel alone and then I remember I also felt alone in those times and yet every single time there was a friend or an angel or God or some miracle that came into my life that helped me through those hard moments in my life. Um so yeah, divine signatures are so important to recognize and if we could teach our family to recognize them, I think it would help set them up for a happier, healthier future if they could recognize God's hand as well in their life. Um I would say I have one favorite favorite quote, quote from Anne Boskamp in her book 1000 gifts and this is it i'm going to share it right now she says gratitude is not only the memories of our heart gratitude is a memory of god's heart whoa and to thank and to remember god so that was huge for me when i read that gratitude is a memory of god's heart you know when you see something often in nature is where i feel so much joy so much wonder and awe and when i see some flowers just starting to come through all of a sudden my heart is completely full and i just remember it feels like i remember god i remember heavenly mother i remember heavenly father i remember something and it makes me feel like i'm this close to them like as if they're right there 
And so I love that quote so much that it's a memory of God's heart when we have that gratitude. That's amazing. Thanks for sharing that. So good. I feel like I want to share one more story. Um, It kind of goes along with the story that I shared um, about the hard times during my divorce. There was a time, I mean, the divorce was over, but things were still hard. Um, I had a, a really difficult divorce. And it, the the actual divorce didn't end the difficulty. And I remember one day just this image came into my mind of like maybe the final judgment of being in this big room. It was like a courtroom, but God was the judge. And I was standing there able to present my case. And my ex-husband was on on trial kind of. And And God said, tell me what has happened to you because of all of what this man has done. And so I started to say some things like, Oh, it's been so hard. It's hurt me. It's hurt my kids. It's all these things have happened. But before I could even really get into the details, this new, this other thought was like, boom, right behind it. And it switched. And I was like, it has been hard, but also I learned to know myself so much better. I learned to know God so much better. I learned how strong I am. I learned that God and Jesus Christ are real and that Jesus Christ is my truest and dearest friend. I learned I I was able to go to school and I may not have ever done that. I um and it just went on and on and on and on and on. This huge it, it didn't end. There were all these things and this happened and this happened and they were all good. And at the end of me pouring out all these all good things Um, God said to me, so what would you like to have happen to this man because of this? And I knew that I got to choose. It was my choice what would happen to him. And I got to choose his just punishment. That was what I felt. And I said, the only just response is gratitude. And I just really felt that. It changed the way I viewed everything from then on. And when I would, when hard things would happen, I would remember that and just think the only just response is gratitude. I am so grateful for what I went through and for the ways that it blessed my life. I would not give that up, not for a million years. I have, I'm who I am because of it. I have the career I have because of it. I'm the mother I am because of it. I know God because of it. Just so many things. Thanks, Tanya, for getting the waterworks going for us. (laughs) We're all crying. (laughs) <laughs> you really summed it all up so beautifully. I don't share that very often. It's a very sacred experience for me. And so it's not lightly that I share it, but I felt like it was important to share in this context. And so I hope that it is received with the sacredness that I feel around it. I had the thought just now that gratitude is our great healer, just as our savior must have had complete and full gratitude in order to do what he did for all of us. Yeah, I have. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Just through the love and gratitude of our savior, Jesus Christ, we have that ability to feel and love as he does, to use that atonement that he gave us, to use that example that he is. And I'm just so grateful to recognize this in my life right now because um, 
there's so many things we're mortals and we're constantly trying to grow and heal just like in nature, like when the flower blooms, but then it, it dies, but it releases seeds and then it will bloom again the next spring. That's kind of us in our journey. It's like we, we grow and we bloom and then we fade a little bit in some areas and we need to repent and we need to move forward and we need to find the joy and the gratitude in those dark times. And then we can bloom again. And that's how, how I see our lives often. We're not going to have it perfect and glorious always, but we can always, always turn to that light and that love that Christ has given us. That's beautiful. Thank you. Does anybody else have anything they want to add before we wrap this up? So I was thinking right in line with what you were thinking, Anna Maria, and I just couldn't help but what keeps coming to me is, is not gratitude a form of the greatest love known on earth? Is it not a form of the love of our Savior, Jesus Christ, which I I believe with all my heart that his love. It is. is I believe thing. <laughs> yeah. I believe that his love is the greatest thing we could possibly obtain on this earth. And I have felt when I've felt that love, that gift of his love come into my heart, my immediate feeling is to rejoice and to give to everyone around me and to run and hug everyone around me. And I'm just full of gratitude. Is not that like the love of Christ or the thing we read in the scriptures, which is charity, which suffereth long and it, it upbraideth not, um, is patient, um, is kind, thinketh not her own, um, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth, rejoiceth in truth. And is not that gratitude? Wow, Kylie. Wow. That's so powerful. And that was one thing I loved about Anne Voskamp's book, too, because in the end, that was what she came to, was that gratitude was the way that we could truly become one with the love of God. And that she felt that so powerfully, so, so powerfully, it filled her whole soul. And, I, and, and she credits it to gratitude, that gratitude was the door in for God's love to enter her soul. And I, I love it that we can all find that. We can all choose that. And like she said, sometimes it was, we'd all know it's not easy. And she calls it her daily manna that you can't just, you can't just gather manna once and be good for the rest of however long you have to gather it every single day. And so it's a practice that we continue to develop and build on and continue to gather every single day. Shirley, did you have something? Yeah, I, I did. Um, I just, I absolutely love that, you know, gratitude is a gift we can give back to God. And um, that's all really God wants from us. That's right. God gives us everything that we have, our even our very lives. And um, that's what we can give back is our gratitude for him. And, and I think about myself as a parent, as a mother, and I do a lot for our family and for our kids. And sometimes I feel a little bit resentful or maybe a little bit sad because I'm like, oh, they don't even see it. They're like taking it for granted. And so there have been times where I've just gathered everybody up 
in the same room and I said, okay, we're going to sit here and everybody's going to go around the room and say something they're grateful for. And usually they end up saying something they're grateful for about me, but that's not, that was, that's not my intention. It's like, this is something we need as a family. Um, so I can imagine that that's how our heavenly parents want us to view them and the gifts that they give to us is to give back with gratitude. So. Can I add one more thing to that? Yeah. <laughs> and isn't it so neat, Shirley, that when we like are thankful and express gratitude, that God just pours tenfold down upon us for our expression yes. of gratitude. Like yes. now that you've been thankful here, let me pour down all of my love. Let me fill you up with 10 times more gratitude than you even thought imaginable. And let me change your eyes so that you can see the world in a whole new way. And just pour down the blessings of heaven upon you because of this one thing you chose to be thankful for today. And I think he's just waiting because he's like, just wants to pour down those blessings upon us. Yep. Yes. Love that. (laughs) Yeah. Gratitude brings that immediate, sometimes it's not immediate, but it will eventually give you that joy that you remember from heaven. (laughs) That remember from before we came to this earth, that feeling that we always had when we were in, Heavenly Father's and Heavenly Mother's presence is that complete and full joy. And when we experience that taste of gratitude, it's like we don't want to stop. Okay, where can I get more of this? I need more of this. And I want to, like Kylie was saying earlier, and then once you taste it, you want to just give it and have everyone everywhere experience it. And I believe our Savior is completely filled with that always. It's like what we're feeling right now. I don't want to leave this call. And I think we could probably go on and on. Honestly, it feels so wonderful, you guys. I'm loving this so much. Honestly, I love it. One thing I thought of was just, you know, I think she'd mentioned it in her book um, and the quote that you had read, Tanya, just that, um, you know, at the very beginning, she shares a really heart-wrenching story of something that she went through. and um, and it was a, a really sad, uh, traumatic experience for her. And it really um, followed her throughout her life. Um, but I think it was through that experience, you know, through experiencing something hard and other hard things that happened later um, that she was able to, you know, find that gratitude, that she was able to find God again Um you know, and so even though it was hard and painful and it really, um, I don't know, it shaped her life, I guess. It was something that shaped it for good, you know, that she was then finally able to, to be grateful. And I think that's something that happens in our lives, right? Whenever we're deprived of something, and we're a lot more grateful for it. And um, and and I think the Lord doesn't necessarily give us trials so that we'll be grateful, but I think he allows them, if that makes sense. I think he allows them sometimes so that, you know, we can we can appreciate all of the wonderful things that we do have um, in our life. And so, yeah, it's hard to be grateful when you're having trials. Um, but at the same time, it's, those trials that help us appreciate the blessings and the good things when they come and during the trials, hopefully (laughs) as well. So, you know, that's a hard thing to, a hard pill to swallow sometimes, but you know, that's 
something that helps magnify that gratitude as well. Kylie, did you have one more thing? <laughs> one more thing. So Janessa, as you were sharing that, I've been studying charity. Um, what does charity really mean this week? Um, which is why I am seeing the parallel between charity and gratitude. It just seems so interconnected. And something that really struck me, and as you were talking, it just came back to me again, um, is that charity does not rejoice in iniquity. And I think sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but I tend to have this false belief that in order to be thankful or in order to be loving, in order to, you know, just be an appreciative person, uh, to have charity that I need to just like slap a smile on my face, sugarcoat everything, paint all the darkness away, um, put, you know, daisies and roses over everything. And that's what it means to be thankful. But gratitude acknowledges and charity acknowledges the hardships. It acknowledges the pain. It acknowledges the suffering. It acknowledges the darkness. It, it doesn't pretend it's not there. It acknowledges it. And then in the midst of acknowledging or accepting that darkness, it rises above it. And, and I think that's why it's so transforming. That was a very powerful ending. Well, it looks like Anna Maria or Rachel, did you want to say something else? Anna Maria? Nope. Nope. Rachel? Nope. Are you sure? Yep. <laughs> I just want to emphasize what Kylie was saying. Just the word is transforming, where we become our true highest self. We become that way through the gratitude, through the charity. And that's Christ's life. That's what he wanted us to learn. That's why he gave us his life. Yeah, love that. And as I think about that, I think about how connected we all are and how, how um, we all belong to each other. We all lift each other. So when one of us finds that gratitude, it lifts other people to a new level of gratitude. When one person becomes transformed, they spread that to the people around them. And, and we, we're not in this alone. We've been saying this during the pandemic. We're all in this together, but we really are. And <laughs> as we rise, we raise others. And so to anybody who's listening, we're grateful for you and we love you. And thank you for what you do and for how you rise and transform. Thank you so much for joining our Mother Heart Circle. Please send us your thoughts, inspiration, experiences, and stories. Your voice is important. Your wisdom and your hearts are needed. We believe in you, we love you, and thank you for being you.